Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm a 90s hip hop obsessed, exclamation point loving mother to two boys. I'm a wife and a passionate digital designer. I spend my days doing what I love, which is helping women make money with WordPress, whether that's by designing and developing custom websites or helping teach women how to build their own thriving development studio. I'm here to share with you everything I know, all of the mistakes I've made so that you can take the shortcut to achieving your own version of success. To download my free guide to building your dream life, marketing your services, and booking dreamy high-paying clients as a designer, head to womenwealthwordpress.com forward slash freebie. You are listening to Women Wealth WordPress. Hi everyone. So welcome to episode 12, mini-sode 12. We made it to episode 12. I'm so stoked to have you guys here. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the free tools that I use all of the time. So before I go into this, I do want to say that I do recommend paying for a tool we love, whether it's a paid option. If it's something that you're using all the time, I just think it's really good karma, but it also enables businesses to continue to improve a product that you already love. And often those paid versions have more features than even the free version. So if it's something you already love and you start paying for it, guaranteed it's going to be something that you love even more. I also think there's a really beautiful thing about that exchange of energy and gratefully paying for something that makes your life easier. So I do encourage you to pay where possible and pay where required when you can. Okay, so I have got 10 here. I am going to run through them as fast as I can. I'm not going to go into any of them in too much detail, but hopefully you pick up some new tools that make your life easier. So the first one is GT Metrics. So this is what I use to test speed on my clients' websites and on my website. So what you can do is you can set up an account at a location close to you. And what you can do is when you set up an account, you can choose a location to test that's closest to you or closest to the server where your client's site is hosted. So in doing this, you can get a really accurate reflection of the speed. It tells you what to work on, what you can improve to make the site speed better, and then you can export the results as a PDF. So this one's really helpful for me, especially when I'm doing like SEO work on a client site, for example. I can take like a before and after and be like, here are the measurable things that I've done to your website. So it's a really great resource. Secondly is what's my DNS.net. So I use this site all the time when I'm working on like email migration, setting up an email, anything to do with those DNS records. Instead of sitting there and refreshing and waiting for a result, sending a test, sending another test, what you can do is check the DNS record and it shows you where in the world it's populated and it shows you what that DNS record is. So for example, when you're changing a record, it might change in Australia, but it might not yet be changed in America. And if your client's in America, obviously you want to wait till it's changed where they are before you let them know how you emails are working now. So I use that all of the time. You can check the other records. If a new client comes to you and they're not sure where their website is hosted, you can check their name servers and that might give you some clues and really helpful things like that. It's really helpful if a website goes down, you can check where it's having issues and it can just help give you some clues with the troubleshooting process. So that's what's my DNS.net. Okay, the next one is ChatGPT. So this is number three. If you haven't heard of ChatGPT, you are clearly hiding under a rock because it has been going around as all the rage for quite a while now. But in my business, I use it for generating placeholder content, generating meta descriptions for my clients where they don't provide them to me, which is a very common thing, to be honest. And a lot of web designers see this as a red flag and highlight it as something that the clients need to get better at. And I totally agree with that. There's all things in our process that we can do to improve getting that from them. 
However, sometimes it's just that thing of people have hired you because they're busy in their own business. They've outsourced and so they need help to do these things. So wherever I can make a process easier for my client, if I'm really struggling with getting that piece and it's holding up a project, I will just go and do that stuff for them. So ChatGPT has streamlined that process for me and made that a lot easier. Generating color names for brands. This is one I actually picked up from Anna Dower. So shout out to Anna Dower for that one. This can be a bit of a pain point in my brand design process. So it's definitely helped me there. Generating emails. If I'm sending a tricky email and I'm stuck on what to say, you can also just copy and paste your email and put it in there and then say something like change the tone of this so it doesn't sound so short. I'm so direct that I often worry that my emails come across really short or rude when I don't intend them to be. And the flip side of that is that I come across as too excited when I need to be a little bit more professional. So you can use it to tweak tone and just change the language a little bit for you. And I really encourage you to use it like a conversation, go back and forth, ask it to change the tone, expand on something. If it pumps out something that you like, you can then go back to it and say, okay, cool. Now change this into a social media post. Now change this into an email newsletter. Now change this into a blog. So you can really streamline your workflow by utilizing ChatGPT. So definitely sign up if you haven't already. The next one is the Toggle Time Track Chrome plugin. So I don't do a lot of hourly based work anymore. I tend to work more in projects. However, I do support my clients on an ongoing basis. So there are times when I need to do hourly based work and I do have quite a good hourly rate so I'm happy to do that because it definitely supplements my income however I do like to be able to give my clients a report that says this is the actual time that it took me to do this job quite often in our line of work our clients will send you something and they'll just think it's a quick job but if it's anything technical and something goes wrong that can take a lot longer than originally estimated sometimes you do something and it seems like a big project and It only takes you 30 minutes. I don't like to give clients estimates when they come to me and they say, can you do this thing? I never give them an estimate because I just don't know how long it's going to take. So tracking helps me understand how long things are taking and best plan for them in the future. But it also allows me to download that report. So once you've installed the Chrome plugin, you can set up an account you can log in and you can download a report. And I always attach that when I'm invoicing. So you can have this thing to refer to to say, this is how long it literally took me. And I think that just helps building that trust thing. There's always this kind of sense when working remotely or working away from people of how long do things really take and if someone's taking the mickey and I I just like to head that off from the start that this is literally how long it took. I tracked my time and this is what I've completed for you. And I think that really does help to build trust and rapport over the long term. Okay, the next one I use is Go Full Page Chrome Plugin. This one takes a scrolling photo of your website design and you can use it for use in mockups, etc. So one thing to note with this one is when you have a section using parallax scroll on a website, it can be an issue and it comes out a little bit glitchy. So in this case, I use the Hoverify plugin, which is a paid plugin. I did get a lifetime license for it, so I've only paid once. But for me, it was well worth the cost. I think it was less than $100 when I purchased and I use that all the time as well. So I use that one when there is a parallax scroll involved. And I also use Hoverify a lot of the time for the inspect tool. And when I need to use some CSS to tweak something a little bit, it's got a handy link to the code pen, which allows you to play around and see the result live of what you're coding. So that one's a paid one, a side note, but I really like that one as well. Okay, the next one is the Grammarly Chrome plugin. So you can actually download this to your computer as well. So it's not just in the browser. I am terrible at spelling. (laughs) I do everything too quickly. I think too quickly. So Grammarly is a lifesaver for me. It really just helps pick up those little things. And occasionally something gets through all the time on my Instagram, I see a spelling mistake and it 
it's not my 100% focus. I'm not a copywriter. So sometimes I let these things fly, but it definitely helps just make everything that little bit more professional. And especially when you're working on client sites, it can be really helpful with just that layer of double checking the content that they've given you as well. So it picks up when you're building websites in the back end as well, which is really helpful. Okay. So the next one is compressedjpg.com or compressedpng.com. They actually have a couple of other options. So they do PDF and GIF as well. And I have used them all at different times. On website, I use a plugin called Short Pixel to compress my images. But if I'm doing an email or an EDM or something like that, I use this website. It does compress them quite heavily and it really doesn't affect the quality as far as I can tell. I'm not a photographer. Some people definitely have a better eye for these things, but I find that the quality is still very similar. You can also do a bulk upload and download. I think of about 20 to 22 images, depending on the size of the images. So that's really helpful as well when you've got a lot of images to process. The next one is managewp.com. And this is what I use to update my client's sites as part of my maintenance plans. So they, again, have free and paid options, but you can very easily get away on the free options. So you can add them to your dashboard and it installs a plugin called the Worker plugin that basically logs into their site and runs all of the updates for you. With one click, you can update multiple websites at a time. You can then go and run a security check on a website and then you can also send reports to your clients to say, hey, this is what I've done on your website this month. And it shows all of the plugin updates, the optimizations, the revision, cleanups, all of that type of stuff that you've done. The difference between the paid and the free version is basically automation. If you're not paying, you do need to log in there and run those updates yourself and run those checks yourself. However, if you pay, I think it's like $1 per site. Some of them are like 80 cents or 70 cents. But if you're paying, you can set that up to automatically check for you. So my clients on my higher paid sites, I have that automatic security check, which runs every day and it lets me know if there's a vulnerability that I need to go and check out, which is really helpful. Okay, getting there. The ninth one that I use is cuckoo.team. This is a website. It is a Pomodoro timer. So it's funny, once you've used this quite a lot, the sounds become really like calming and familiar. I really love it. You can also generate a link. So if you're working with a team or a few friends online as a co-working session, you can share that with them and you can all be on the same timeline so that you know when to kind of take a break, get back to work, and it keeps you on track. I use Pomodoros when I'm really struggling to get into flow. So they just help me be like, okay, what is the one thing I am working on and protect that at all costs and just get into it and get it going. Because sometimes when you have too many things in your to-do list, you just feel really overwhelmed. It can be really hard to get started. So I find Pomodoros really helpful in that respect. Okay. And the last one is WeTransfer. So this is more for like design and branding clients. You might find this one helpful, but you can send really large files to clients using this service. So what you do is upload them, generate a link and you can send them via email or you can copy the link and send it to them via email. The free version, the download is only available for one week. So you do just need to let them know, please download this, that link will expire and then I'll need to upload it again. All right. So I hope you found a new software to use that you're going to add to your repertoire. We live in such a wild age that there is so much you can do online, so much that you can access for free. Like I do not know how they got along doing work and doing business like 30, 40 years ago. It's crazy to me. As always, if you've loved this podcast, please leave me a review or shoot me a message. If it's brought up more questions for you, shoot me any questions. I would love to hear what you're thinking and connect with you a little bit more. Thanks for joining me for episode 12 and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you love what I do here, you can connect with me on Instagram at Digital or at Women Wealth WordPress. 
I'm always up for a chat and I'm a complete open book. So feel free to email me with any questions or check out my website, womanwealthwordpress.com. Until next time, aim big. Thank you.